Hello everyone, I'm Christopher Tan and welcome to Providence Money Wisdom, an original podcast inspired by my book Money Wisdom, Simple Truths for Financial Wellness. In this podcast, I'll be sharing simple financial truths to guide you in navigating through the minefields of misinformation and false promises in order to achieve financial security and peace of mind. The case for term insurance. Since 2003, my team and I at Provident have been advocating the use of term insurance. While many Singaporeans appreciate our beliefs, the insurance and financial planning industry are not supportive of our stance. We stand out like a sore thumb. For many years, we remained a lone voice. In October 2010, it came as a pleasant surprise when during an NTUC Income's 40th anniversary dinner, then Senior Minister Go Chok Tong supported the use of term insurance and even asked insurers to start putting more emphasis on it. You may ask, why the emphasis on using term insurance? One of the biggest risks in life is loss of income due to death, disability, or a medical crisis. When an individual retires, he or she no longer earns and does not need a regular income. He or she would most probably be supporting himself or herself using his or her personal savings and or CPF life. In this instance, the risk of job loss no longer exists. Hence, there is no need for such insurance protection. Buying permanent coverage that uses expensive whole life insurance would mean paying for something that you do not need and for some, something which you can't afford. Because of this, scores of individuals actually end up being grossly undercovered or without cover. One of the main arguments given to people against buying term insurance is that when the term insurance expires, you get nothing back. While this is true, it is only a half-truth. This is because the same argument applies to whole life plans too. For every dollar you pay as premium for your whole life plans, a portion of it goes into paying the mortality charge that provides you the cover you need. The rest of it is invested into the insurance company's life fund. The mortality charge portion is never returned back to you. The only reason why you get money back from a whole life plan is because you have given the insurance companies extra money to invest. Thus, when you buy a term plan, you are effectively paying only for the mortality charge. You are simply buying pure protection. I believe that you have been told that you can use insurance for protection as well as savings towards your financial goals. The irony of this is that the insurance on saving or whole life insurance are unlikely to help you reach your goals. Besides, such insurance is expensive and does not adequately protect you. Buying whole life insurance fulfills neither purpose, whether comprehensive protection or achieving financial goals. When you buy term insurance, you can at least achieve the protection goal which is the priority and foundation of good financial plans. With proper advice and coaching by a trusted advisor, you can learn to use the savings, 
the additional amount which you would have spent if you had bought a whole life policy to invest and work towards reaching your financial goals. With this approach, you now have a real chance of attaining the twin goals of adequate cover and achieving your long-term financial objective. Assuming that you are conservative when it comes to investments, please be apprised of the many instruments and options available in the market. There is no need to use insurance to build your nest egg. Insurance is essentially for protection only. The word insurance itself suggests so. Why not term? You may ask, if the advantages of term plans are clearly evident, why are then not enough advisors who sell them? Why are they not frequently bought? There are many reasons, but let me focus on just two main ones. I call them the two lacks of salespeople. The first is the lack of knowledge and the second, the lack of motivation. When I started out in the finance profession about 14 years ago, I spent a short time with an insurance company. I can count the number of times we were trained in the use of term insurance. The emphasis was always on with profits products. However, I think the biggest hindrance to term plans might be the conflict that salespeople face. It's obvious that a whole life plan's commission payout is significantly more than a term plan because the premiums are much higher. In this commission-driven insurance industry where salespeople are rewarded for sales more than advice, it is perhaps not surprising that whole life plans are often promoted and sold first. It is for this reason I avoid the use of advisors in most of my writings. Instead, I choose to use the term salespeople or agent. All said, I'm not saying that there are no good salespeople in the industry. Truth is, there are, but it is not easy to find them, and it might take a while before you find one whom you can truly trust. I do know of some who insist on recommending term insurance despite earning less, and I salute them. But we should not be surprised if for most salesperson, compensation drives behavior. Every year, I speak at seminars to thousands of people. I will ask them why they are not buying term insurance. Many tell me that their agents or advisors would not sell it to them. Even if they do, they would package some whole life plans together with it on the basis of playing safe, just in case they need it for their entire life. Some years back, I asked an actuary, someone who designs insurance products, who had just left his insurance company what he had bought for himself. Like many ex-actuaries I have spoken to, he said he would not buy an investment link plan or a whole life plan as it is just too expensive and does not make sense. He has protected his family with term plans. So if the chef doesn't eat his own cooking, why should we? Senior Minister Goh back then had pointed out at the anniversary dinner mentioning above that it is the advisors who wield the greatest influence over the type of plan a person purchases. I agree. Yet, not very much has changed since we started our advocacy for term insurance in 2003. 
I believe real change will come when Singaporeans understand what insurance is really for and begin to insist on term insurance. Salespeople will then have no choice but to sell it. It is a shame for clients to have to tell the finance industry what the right thing is and what practitioners should do in the instance of term insurance. Its essence, role and importance in protection means that term insurance is an important part of an individual's long-term financial goal. I look forward to the day when the finance industry becomes more like what it should be, a trusted advisory and not a sales force. Thank you for tuning in to Providence Money Wisdom. I will be back soon with the next episode. For more information on my book or Providence services, kindly visit Providence.com. I'll see you the next time. All analysis, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.